Welcome back to the Fit and Ambitious Podcast. I'm your host, Cayman. I took a nice long break from the podcast, but we had amazing co-hosts, Roman and Doraj, hold it down. Hey, guys. Time. Welcome back, Cayman. Welcome Man. back after a month. <laughs> um, thanks. Yeah, that was fun. Got married, went on honeymoon. It was a, enjoyed it. Didn't think about anything and just, just relax. I actually feel super recharged. I'm not gonna lie. That's awesome. You're ready to hit the gym tomorrow morning. I'm ready to hit it. Yeah, I actually hit the gym already when I came back. <laughs> My legs were so sore. <laughs> I couldn't. I legit couldn't walk the first day, and I had to go back to work, which is my, which is a retail job. Brutal. Brutal. I feel you. I felt rock last it's, week. It's good times. It's good times. Dude, the day I like, I took one week off from the gym, and I was dying. Yeah. Like after your wedding, I was dead. But I feel the momentum coming back. Like yeah. It takes like a week and then you're Maybe like, two right, weeks, yeah. but like I feel leaner again. I feel better. I yeah. feel more energy. Like it's good. I feel like summer is going to be sick. It's yeah. going to be amazing. I'm like ready to like, like really go at it yeah. and have a blast. Like, um, summer is also going to be sick because in July we Weird. are doing a challenge. Our next challenge. Remin said, what's the challenge? So the challenge is going to be 10 K steps a day. Um, you can track it on your watch your fitbit um you can do it on your phone as well the health app health app has uh, like a walking tracker so you just have to take a screenshot or send a picture of your like steps on your watch and submit it into the fit and ambitious group chat and if you guys aren't in the fit and ambitious group chat send us a message on uh instagram and we would love to add you in yeah join, if you want to be a part the of the challenge, challenge. Yeah, yeah join the challenge what do they win um, so you win a the, the number one winner. So the number one person who gets the, I guess, who's most consistent throughout the month gets a hundred dollar Lululemon gift card. We know we all love Lululemon, right? Love so Lululemon. yeah, you get to get your own choice of whatever you want. And they have good gear. Yeah. yeah. And it lasts. Not to be biased. I love Lululemon. <laughs> Came in I don't like, have to be biased, but it works. Yeah, <laughs> it works. Like, I mean, like it, it gets the job done. It does. It does. No, but it's like really flattering. But yeah, so if you guys want to join, come join. It's starting July 1st. 10K Steps is doable every day. I think it's harder than going to the gym every day. I 100% agree. Yeah, not going to lie. When you guys said 10K, I was like, damn. But I know there's a lot of people that are going to be able to do it. Are you going to be able to do it, Derek? I hope so. 100% you're going to be able to yeah. do yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah, I'm going to do it. We're all going to be able to do it. And then we're going to have to... Put in a draw because every there's gonna be so many people who did it every day. Yeah, you know what? 10k steps used to be so easy for me with work, but now I'm at my desk way more often, so it's a whole different thing. You're not alone. I'm gonna have to force <laughs> myself to do it a little bit more, like movement. In my no, day. honestly, like just being at home, like working from home and stuff. I look at my watch sometimes. I'm like, what? Four thousand steps? Even though I went to the gym, I'm like, okay, I guess I gotta go on a walk to like kind of get that yeah, up. The gym, right? you're you're not always moving around a lot, right? Yeah, you're like stationary. Yeah, waiting for and your like next unless set. you do like running or something as your cardio, but yeah. otherwise, like you're not. Moving no, yeah, much. this is easy. We're gonna do it. We're gonna 100%. do it. One thing I'm super excited about is like, okay, so my favorite part of the last challenge was because I felt like I was so busy. The only thing I had to do was walk. Yeah. And I feel like now the only way to get steps in is by pretty much walking. And I, I, I love walking every single time. It's like I sometimes I hate going out just because like, oh, my God, I feel like spend this much time to like, you know, be out. But like, it's, it's just a vibe. There's it, so many more benefits. We should have podcasts on just walking. Yeah. There's it, so, many, there's more so many benefits to it. Like you're having a bad day. Go on a walk. Yo, I promise you, you'll cheer up. Like just walking there thinking and like, I don't even wear headphones. when I go on a walk sometimes and I'm like just in my zone thinking about life get mm -hmm. very creative when i'm 
walking. I don't know. I don't know what it is about cardio sometimes. If you do like a steady state, like regular like amount of cardio, like nothing intense. Like sometimes even when we're on the stairmaster, those were then the best ideas used to come to our minds. Yeah. Yeah. You're just vibing, blood's flowing and brain's going and it's just like light bulb. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> All right. So come join our challenge, guys. And we would love to have you a part of the group. I'm gonna win. Let's see what happens. <laughs> you can't win. <laughs> you can't win. But why? Okay, go, go do it. Thirty-one and thirty-one. All right, let's do it. Wait, Who's right. gonna challenge me? Who's gonna get thirty-one, 31. out of thirty-one? I don't even know if Does there's thirty-one. Have 31? It's not I mean, sorry. <laughs> July. <laughs> my, 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 oh, I'm, I can't believe that is the. Wait, I can't believe it's already it July. It's like end of June twenty-fifth. Oh my god! Now we're recording this. Yeah. Um, Let me see how many days there are in July. Oh yeah, it's thirty-one. <laughs> thirty-one. Yeah. Okay. Thirty-one out of thirty-one days. Wow. We we are so bad. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Let's only live 20 let's get back so into far. the podcast guys um so okay man how was france Fra- france was awesome it was uh i i just had a blast it was just so relaxing actually when we first got to paris uh after the wedding and stuff like paris is like it's just toronto like, it's just like a busy city i was like you just hear honking your ambulances everywhere it's like oh my god this is not what i want right now like, <laughs> like, the scenery and stuff is really nice but the noise is like for the first time usually i can ha- handle noise really well i i just wanted just peace and quiet i just and then when we got down to south of France, that's when it was like different, a whole different vibe, actually. How'd you get down to south of France? We took a bullet train. That that thing is fast as hell, man. Yeah. So how long did it take you? Where, where did you like go? Paris hours? to Nice? Paris to Nice, yeah. Was, and then from Nice, every day, we would just go to a whole different city from there within 20 minutes. Like you're like, I think within 10 minutes, you're in Monaco. Oh, sick. Right? With, you like guys stayed a like, night in Monaco, right? No, we didn't stay a night in Monaco. Oh, you guys just did the day? We just went to the night. Evening. Oh. Yeah, not even a day, like. Oh, like four oh. hours maybe, but it's Next so time it's would you so stay cheap in Monaco? to travel. Would I stay in Monaco? I don't know. I don't know. Monaco is another really busy city type of thing. Yeah, like it's depends. Depends what I'm feeling. Because when we went back to, so we ended up going to a bunch of cities. I even drove in south of France, which is super fun. Driving in like a, a tight ass street is scary as hell. But when you have a tiny car, it's actually really fun. <laughs> <laughs> like a um, go kart. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, so then we went for a few days, and then Cannes was beautiful. Loved Cannes. Felt so relaxed there and chill. Like, that's my, as of right now where I'm in life, that's my type of spot. Like, it just, this is a, it's just a beach place, and, like, the hotel was super nice. Um, yeah, that was a vibe. Definitely nice. go to Cannes. Highly recommend it. And then we went back to Paris, and then when we went back to Paris, I was actually, like, relaxed, and, like, like I was like, all right, now, now. <laughs> now I can do Paris. Yeah. yeah. Which well, is awesome. What was, like, the way of living like? Was everybody like fast paced? Was it slow paced? No, everyone's like super slow paced. Like no one's like rushing. No one's like everyone's just chilling at cafes. There's no rush to leave the cafe. Like sometimes I wonder if people even have jobs. Like, <laughs> <laughs> and, and the cool part about like Europe is like they actually take a break midday, right? Like when we went to Greece, that's what it was. And France is like that too, right? Italy is the same thing. It, yeah. yeah, midday break. The restaurants are open from like twelve to three, three to like six to seven. They're closed. Yeah, it's just. It's like different, living their best lives. Yeah, that's yeah. pretty sick. Yeah, actually, one of the, what we're gonna talk about today is a few things that I noticed in uh, France versus North America, and and one of the big things that I noticed that were different was the food environments. The modern food environment in uh, Canada or let's say North America is completely different than what it's like in Europe. And the reason why I noticed this is because we were walking around. Cameron and I were walking around. And we're like, yo, everyone's so slim here. Like, it's it just weirdly, like, like no one li- really seemed overweight or obese. Everyone just, like, slim. Like, Everybody just must seems be like healthy. Fasting here. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, actually, their breakfasts are tiny. 
Like, there's no big. What is it like no a big croissant and literally coffee? a croissant and coffee? Yeah, and like, like no massive breakfast there. Well, but even the portions probably like. I mean, they weren't like huge. They no, the perfect. portions are tiny. Yeah, I kind of sorry, not tiny, but, but like also good, also like not. Enough. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Actually, I I I found myself to be like I felt like I needed more like, food just because I know how much I have to eat in general. And the man we were walking, I was like, damn, this is so small sometimes. But yeah, like the food portions in North America are so big, though, compared to like Europe in general, no? Yeah. Hold up. Before we get into this food environment topic, I I, I just want to... So what happened, me and Kendra were walking, I'm like, everyone's so slim. And I'm like, man, like, what the fuck? Like, what, like what's the obesity rate here, right? I, I went and Googled obesity rate. It was 17% in France. In Canada, which I just double-checked right now, the obesity rate is 26.8. In the United States... It's a 39.6% obesity rate. So now you tell us like what is going, what is different here, right? It's not necessarily that um, it's us. It's actually our food environment that is setting us up to fail. And it's just showing just based off those rates in Europe, it's a whole different rate. And, and I can tell you that now Fast food is starting to make a bigger wave because we we're talking to my my dad's sister when she was here for the wedding about what's happening in England, and England has changed quite a lot over the past ten years in terms of what uh, types of fast foods are available there. Yeah, mm. right. That's crazy. But like you just said, like you know, the average person will have like a small breakfast, like a croissant and a coffee, right? But like here, a lot of people sometimes do that as well, right? They they'll say, hey, I'll just have I normally just have like a small breakfast. But I feel like the way the food is made is completely different than it is here, right? Food does not blow you there. I I didn't really get bloated there. Yeah, that's what I heard. I always see these TikToks of like these health and wellness like yeah. girls because I follow so many people. But um, there's one who moved from I think the states to Italy, and she's like. I can eat gluten and dairy and not feel like shit or not feel bloated. I can enjoy it. Yeah. So Karen, I can't really eat gluten here because she'll, uh, her skin gets uh, like a, like a reaction. Reaction. Yeah. Uh, she was murdering bread there. Yeah. Like baguettes on baguettes. Baguettes. Baguette. <laughs> baguette. No, literally, baguette every hour. <laughs> baguettes and butter there. Holy cow. It's so good. Oh my like, God. Cayman and Karen so brought back butter and cheese from France. Dude, it was so good. Yeah, it was so good. Uh, we're eating, yeah, and, and again, like I, I just think the food is just different there in Europe right now. But it's starting to make the shift. Actually, even the McDonald's is so tiny there. Yeah, it's literally the same size as our mall, our mall McDonald's, and like the menu is so small. There's barely anything available. Like it's not like, you know, there's no like quarter pounder junior chicken, um, McChicken. There's just literally like you just have a cheeseburger. You literally just have their iconic Big Mac. Oh, and you have there's no McChicken there, and the rest is all different foods. What, did you notice there was like less fried food? Uh, it's more like burgers and stuff. It's not chicken. Like fried chicken is not really a thing. Like a thing there. Yeah. It, was there baguettes on the menu? There was not baguettes. <laughs> there was macaroon, macaroons. I mean, that's it. pretty cool to have macaroons, right? Did yeah, you try from it? from McDonald's. No, I didn't try it. Oh, okay. They have macaroons. We, we tried crazy. the real deal. It was really good. Yeah. Yeah. Ooh, yeah. I forgot to ask you guys that. Yeah. So let, let's dive into the food environment. So in I think in North America, we, we really have a big problem with our food environment. I'm learning a lot about it in school. So all you guys listening out there, really pay attention because it's really important to navigate the modern food environment because not only for ourselves, but for the next generation. The food environment as of right now is only going to get worse and worse unless there's a big change in terms of like government policies. And Which stuff like that. I doubt. <clears throat> doubt it because it's such a big industry. So... 
we live in an area which is called a food swamp. And what that means, a food swamp, is that it's just an area where there's um, there's more of less nutritious foods available compared to nutrient-dense ones. So if you're, like, and a great example was, which I heard in a podcast the other day, was if you're driving home from work and you just have a super stressful day, your ass just got rocked, you're just like, fucking, I'm over it, and you cope with food. As you're driving home, what is going to be more available? Is it going to be good, healthy, nutritious, nutrient-dense foods? Or is it going to be like less nutritious, uh, maybe fast food, convenience foods, anything like that? Most likely it's going to be fast food because like a lot of times like when you're in that kind of situation, like personally for me, if I'm feeling that way, even if there is a healthy option, it's usually either out of the way or it's going to take too long. Like you got to get out of the car, you got to go inside, wait for the chicken to be made or whatever. And uh, but the convenient things are things like McDonald's, Wendy's. Literally in and out within five minutes. Yeah. Through a drive-thru, so you don't have to get out of your car. Yeah. It's quick oh, there's satisfaction. No, there's no drive-thrus there. That's <laughs> like crazy. Even the McDonald's, no drive-thru, right? McDonald's yeah, had no drive-thru. Like a small little shed, bro. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, it, it's crazy. But yeah, that's exactly my point. Like, if you're driving home from work and you have a stressful day, there's no way you're choosing to walk into a, a store, wait for like freshly cooked uh, like chicken and like, you know, like fresh ingredients compared to like the five minutes it takes to grab like a burger, fries and a drink and you know, maybe you'll grab some dessert and McFlurry on the side as well because you had a rough day. Yeah, yeah it's right? kind of crazy though. I was talking to a friend this week and uh, he was telling me, he's like, you know, I'm having a really hard time losing weight. Like my stomach is just really big, right? But he's skinny all over. And he's like, I don't eat until 4 p.m. every day. And I go, okay, tell me more about that. He's like, yeah, I just have a coffee during the day. So he has a coffee in the morning. I go, okay, cool. But he's like, sometimes later in the day, I have a French vanilla. I'm so addicted to French vanillas because like when I drink it, I feel that energy. You feel that sugar rush and you feel good, right? And I was like, yeah, damn. Okay, so this guy's like spiking his like insulin sugar, sugar insulin yeah. like twice right in the morning without eating any food at all. And then at 4 p.m. in the evening, he's like, you know what? Like it's so hard when I'm like on the go and my kids have soccer and stuff like that. Like after work, I had to rush and grab something. The only thing that was available was McDonald's. So I quickly grabbed McDonald's. So think about that day. And that might be like the average person as well. Just trying to look for convenience, going to get a coffee. He's not eating because he's too busy, right? He's getting energy from all the sugar. And then the evening when he's got to go take care of family stuff, he's going to grab something quick and on the go like McDonald's or something. Yeah, sorry. He said that he had a coffee every morning, but he's actually having a French vanilla. No, he'd have a coffee, then he'd have a French vanilla oh, later, later on during the yeah. day. Oh, okay, got like it. Like to yeah. keep him going, kind of thing. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, yeah. Because he probably felt like, yeah, okay, makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. But like, that's like the environment that we're in. But that's like what it takes to learn and navigate and learn about food and stuff. Because like sometimes we do need to slow ourselves down. Yeah. Like how they do it there, right? Yeah. So we can like actually a mid, take like time. a midday break or something like yeah, just like, like a like really take a breather. Yeah. So we can at least eat the food and. Like, get like it the doesn't nutrients like, we yeah, need. make sure we're getting the nutrients because food is fuel. Yeah, actually, uh, the thing about slowing yourself down. Uh, one thing that Kimda kept pointing out, she's like, "Why are you eating so fast?" Yeah, I'm like, I don't know. I'm just used to being on the go and rushing. And I was literally murdering food down, and no. she's like, "Yo, we're on vacation. You could like take your time. Like, look, everyone's just like chilling, and then like, that's when I recognize. I'm like, oh damn, everyone is chilling. Like, people just had like like a glass of wine on their table, and like they're like they're still on appetizers while I just murdered my dinner, and like they were here before me." Yeah. yeah you know like it's just like she's like yo it's okay like you know you, you don't have to finish the food like so fast and like that that was a huge like click in my in my brain it was like holy shit like i'm so used to just go go go, go. go yeah. yeah no i was saying that to george too like i was like i don't know why every day like we make our dinner and like i'm just like eating it so fast and i'm like sometimes i have to like realize like 
wait, I can just, I need to enjoy this. Like, why am I, why am I feeling rushed to eat this? Like, it's like we have something else to do, right? Yeah. Because there's always something to do. It sounds easier said than done, though. It's like a mental muscle. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, literally a mental muscle, yeah. Back to the food swamps. I think, I just think that's just the biggest problem that we're facing here when it comes to nutrition, especially in an area like the GTA where we're literally surrounded all over the place of like these, like, highly palatable foods that like literally we drive by and we just think about like oh i can't wait to eat some of that yeah you know what i mean i have a quick question so a lot of people so like because we post on like our instagram whatever um they'll ask me like what is a nutrient dense meal like what what is something that you would consider like that isn't i guess bad for you or are you talking about in general or you're talking about like on the go on the go in general like how can they like i guess Say, say when you're on the go, right? Yeah. Like, what is a good option to have? Well, I so nutrient-dense would be essentially like trying to get as much whole foods as well in, in as possible. But the thing is, it's not really available in many spots. Yeah. Right? Like, for me, if I'm on the go, um, my favorite spots are like a, like a shawarma or like a Greek, like one of those spots where like their foundation is pretty much whole foods yeah because their foundation is pretty much chicken veggies um, veggies and rice which you can control by cutting down the portion sizes yeah and you can get instead like salad or something but now if you're stressed out and stuff you're 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 not even thinking about that no right you're just thinking about the easiest most most like delicious tasteful things that are out there but if we learn to make the right choices in those like if we learn and educate ourselves about like okay I'm stressed. I do want McDonald's, but is that the best choice for me right now? Especially if I'm on like a weight loss diet or trying to really get control of my health. Like if you're like diabetic or anything like that, dealing with cholesterol problems, like that's where you really, really need to like get down and be like, okay, I'm stressed. What are my options here? And if you just don't even think about that as an option and you think about, okay, I have like a a arsenal of like five places that I'm going to go to when I don't want to make food at home, mm-hmm. but I know that I'm still getting fueled very well. Yeah. Right. Um, I think re- most restaurants have a really good option as well. Like there are like, like, okay, chicken, veggies, and some rice is available in so many ways. Yeah. And, and people always make fun of like bodybuilders. Like, Oh, we only eat, uh, I'm not saying I'm a bodybuilder, but like that they only eat, uh, like chicken and chicken, rice, rice or, and veggies. Yeah. Chicken, rice and veggies is the foundation for many cultural foods. Yeah, mm. that's true. Right. Like it, it's, it's available, but the only thing is we don't make that choice in those, in those tough times. Moments, yeah, yeah. In those moments. So. Well, one thing that helped me with those like stressful moments and stuff that would cave in to eat would be, how am I going to feel afterwards? Like, that's the one thing that I think about before I go to that. Yeah. Cause like, I'll know, like if I have this food or something that's going to give me quick satisfaction and I'm already stressed or in a bad position, I'm going to get, put myself in an even worse position if I have it. Does yeah. that make sense? Yeah. Because like that temporary satisfaction sometimes isn't worth it because the after, like the aftermath of it is just like, you just feel sluggish. You feel like, like you feel like shit. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, and it's not to say that you can't treat yourself with food. Yeah. Like you could come home and you, and you can you know, you could have a cookie or something like yeah. that if you had a bad day. Now, do you have to go eat like the over, full box. over a thousand calories and like the full box? No, you don't have to do that. Yeah. But it's, it's, it starts with recognizing stuff in, in, in the mind. And I think, I think, you know, someone that's on the path to become a dietitian, it, it really has a lot to do with mindset and environment. And right now our environment is feeling us. Now, the only way that we can navigate through it is just by 
continuing to educate ourselves and and just making those right choices. Um, if you really want a big, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Roman, help me here. Snack satisfaction. No, no, a big mind blowing something. Okay. Anyways, <laughs> I'm like, yeah, the toilet your... is not working today. So that happens when you're three three weeks away from each other. Actually, me and Karim had a twin telepathy moment the other it, day. It doesn't work. Like that. <laughs> it, 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 it did work. Um, so what I was gonna say, if you want to have like a like a mind blowing like a real realization, go watch this document. I had to watch a documentary for school while I was in France. I watched it on the train. Um, bullet trains, which are really fast and really cool to look outside the window of. Um, watch way beyond weight and it's literally about a documentary that is um based in brazil and it's about how children's food like the food environment got so bad in brazil that children are literally struggling with obesity diabetes high cholesterol we're talking about 12 and under i mean we're talking about 12 and under people are like not type 1 diabetic type 2 diabetic popping insulin uh taking meds and stuff like like insane like insane this stuff never used to be a problem like back in the day. You hear it. Like yeah. people always say like, you know, people are never this unhealthy. People never had all these like things going on with them. Okay, like, but if changed. you if you look at like what the food environment actually preaches, it's it's all straight blood like blood sugar rising foods. Like it's straight carb heavy. If you look at the added sugars in it, it's it's crazy. Like to the foods that we used to enjoy. We were talking about this yesterday as well. And whereas Daraj was like, what is wrong with you? But like four four out of five of us used to add sugar into our sugary cereal. Yeah. Right? Like that was when a norm kids, in yeah. our household. But like now, if we look back at it, like what the hell were we doing? Yeah. And right? and, and like we talked about, it's not our parents' fault. Our parents didn't yeah. have annual education. And they like it's not like our parents were watching us. Like Yeah, or watching us. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, that that sugar was there for the tea, but we really use that sugar for, for a cereal. cereal. <laughs> <laughs> and like four out of five of us used to do that. Yeah, like, but like, George was the only one who didn't do it. I was it. mind blown by this. Luckily, guys. our parents were on top of it to like not get our weight and stuff out of control, or we didn't we didn't deal with any of that. But kids are starting to deal with that. Yeah, like we're we're talking about this is like this is like kids the kids are no longer moving the weight and this this documentary was like it's not it's not the newest documentary but it's also not super old um but kids are no longer moving outside like the way they used to like they were, we're more into gaming and watching youtube or staying on our ipad iPads, no one's yeah. no one's moving the same bro nobody even rides a bike anymore man like in yeah. our area everybody's on sc- these like electric scooters yeah. like these oh, yeah. scooters and like, stuff. there's like these like the vespas yeah. or whatever. <laughs> the vespas, yeah. they're just <laughs> going around so nobody <laughs> yeah. actually moves their. i don't know what it is oh my god if someone's from Wood, uh Woodbridge Woodbridge, here, oh my what god. is up with like high yeah. school and like, vespas first, first First of all, I was like, it would have been pretty sick to have a best buddy yeah, in high been, school. <laughs> like, I seen somebody this week on like a Segway looking thing, like just riding. And I, I was like, yo, I'm, I'm like living in the future. This is like crazy. Like what the hell? Like back in the day, we would never think of like, if I'm going to go out and hang out with my friends, I'm going to hop on my Segway and go leave and go chill yeah. with people. Right. Like that's what things we were are like, going towards. Let's grab our bikes. Like me and K-Man used to be out every single yeah, day from like, right. We would come home, we would eat. And then we would go out until like 9 p.m. every single day. Yeah, it's it is crazy. Oh, yeah. So um, children, obesity, this would be mind blowing. OK, so like, first of all, OK, so here's how it happens. OK, in one of the thi- in one of the um, the families are talking about, the kids are drinking Coke at two. I'm talking about full sugary Coke at the age of two. Now, imagine what that's doing to the growth and development of that child. 
right? You're drinking Coke that is full of crazy amount of sugar, not just like sugar. No. We're talking about a lot of sugars. How much sugar is Coke. actually in Coke? Let me. But I got a it. question for you. So, like, sure, okay, you know what? Maybe they won't drink Coke, but like kids are kids, right? They're gonna want to enjoy juice, juice boxes, things same like thing, that. Yeah. But it's the same thing. Look how much sugar is in those juices. Yeah. That they, like, you know what I mean? Like, it's but like sometimes we're thinking we're making the better decision of drinking juice rather than drinking Coke, but we're not looking at the sugar content within it. Yeah. Or even the like ingredients, right? Like, yeah. Which. And in our in our head, it's drilled like, oh, the juice, even though it's like literally maybe like Tropicana or like that Costco brand or whatever, but juice is from fruit, so it's healthier than Coke. But really, if you look at the actual contents of the sugar, it's pretty similar. Like, I, I think overall juice is better than Coca-Cola. Yeah, because there's obviously when, you, when, like, when you're doing like a sugar comparison, yeah, the sugar's, sugar amount is pretty similar. Yeah. 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 Which is, so, okay, so you're you're at the age of two, you're drinking Coke. Okay, now what do you think is gonna happen by the time you're six? You're you're diabetic already, okay. And and one of the girls she was struggling with, um, not not that I'm bashing or anything, but she was struggling with like breathing and stuff. And like you're you're at the age of six, you can't even like like it sucks because I don't know. Like I think about our nieces and nephews, and it's like holy shit, if she was she's almost six now. Yeah. I, I like like I can't imagine you like popping insulin. Yeah. And like struggling to breathe and you know taking like di- diabetes pills and stuff yeah. like that. Like that's insane. It but is. The, the the thing is this is a reality. I I think I I I think we think that it's not a problem because I mean the people that I'm around or like we're around are generally on top of health and stuff like that, but there is a big big which is majority population is struggling with this. Yeah. yeah. And literally like people don't even know what what's in the coke or like the oils and how much oil is in it or how much or what a calorie is um sorry i just want to say a 330 milliliter can of coke has 35 grams of sugar and the smaller like you know those like little cute cans the 100 milliliter ones has 10.6 grams crazy yeah go measure off 35 grams of sugar on a scale and see how much that actually is. But I'm going to make a video on that. But yeah. you know what? Like, yeah, there's modern food environment too, but there's also like our surroundings and our environment too. Like we are talking, like at the moment we're talking about kids and like I get it, it is what it is. But like at the end of the day, like kids want to be kids. You know, they yeah, like, kids, kids want to be kids. But if a kid is diabetic at the age of six, what do you think is going to happen when they're 25? Yeah. Like, but like at... Right? Being, like they can't even enjoy the things they want to enjoy being diabetic yeah, yeah. yeah like we we all enjoyed our childhood it's not yeah. like our parents were ever said no to eating a certain chocolate yeah. or a candy or anything like that mm-hmm. but we all enjoyed it but we weren't struggling with these problems but now what's happening is that they're going to school and like you know your kids are surrounded and like it, it's just like i don't know like i honestly started crying for the documentary yeah like i was like holy shit like i have such an important role getting into the nutrition field of like being a leader and just leading kids into the right direction because if we rely on the food environment the school system as of right now our next generation is fucked mm-hmm. we're gonna face more health problems than we ever did and we're gonna act like there's no solutions but there really are solutions yeah like and i feel like it all comes back to convenience and even the cost like if you look okay when i go to like ambrosia the like where there's like more foods where i can get like with more Organic. whole ingredients right versus going to like costco where i'm buying like more ultra processed foods um i'm not saying you can't get like whole foods at costco either but like just comparing them my bill at ambrosia versus costco is very similar but i'm buying way less, less yeah at ambrosia like yeah. 
and and that's literally a big problem with their food environment is it's, it's, it's the market will never go that way no so and like, it, it's important us to uh, it's important for us to value the the better the better quality things now there is a whole other topic where you know there's like talking about affordability and stuff like that yeah that's a whole, whole another topic we're not we're not gonna go down that line but like it, it's important to value the right things yeah right yeah and Georgia, you're seeing the kids like yeah you're right kids are gonna be kids but if the parents are handing them coke every single meal hmm. it, it, first of all it's not the kids fault yeah, yeah it's I, not. I just want to say this has nothing to do with the kids mm-hmm. this has to do with parents as leaders and if parents aren't education uh, educated on what the right nutrition looks like for the kids and the right and even for themselves right because they might think like it's okay to have coke every they grew up from the age of five to however old they are yeah with the same rules and they had no idea because no one ever taught them yeah right and like and we're not saying like we're, we're not bashing or anything we're just saying like even us like if we just didn't learn about this we would have never known yeah Yeah. we could we would have been having coke every meal yeah right like Like, this has been mind-blowing for me in general like for the past while since i've been learning about all this because this like nutrition and dietitian stuff has not been something that like i've even gone to school for even remotely tried to even learn about or anything but like the more i'm learning about it the more i'm understanding about it and then the more i'm just like mind blown like holy shit this is like a huge problem yeah so for all you guys listening it's really important to really start educating yourself on what nutrition should be like and understanding it because not only for yourselves and your own health, but for the next generation coming up for your kids. And you know, if you have nieces, like I have nieces and nephews so that that's what drives me is like, I need to be a leader for them yeah. because I, and, I, and I'm, not, I'm not saying that their parents are horrible leaders. I'm just saying like, if their parents do end up you know going down the wrong direction, at least they can look to me as being like, Hey, that's my uncle that is killing it. Life. he's, fit he's healthy he's eating nutritious foods if he could do it i could do it yeah mm-hmm. right or if, you know if he could find balance in like you know enjoying parties as well as like you know doing the like moving his body and eating healthy then i'm sure i could do it too right but if we continue to show our kids that like hey like okay i, I have a sweet tooth right but if i'm drinking coke and having cake every day what do you think is gonna happen to the next generation they're, they're gonna do the same thing again yeah, right? it's like what they brought her on but if I'm throwing whole foods and, you know, let's say if I'm, I'm fasting and if I am uh, uh, choosing water as a drink of choice and, and opting out of dessert for like maybe fruits and something like, like that, that that is a whole different like image that the kid is seeing. Yeah. And like, I think like enjoying once in a while when there's a birthday, for sure, enjoy that cake. Or when there's, if you want, just want a cookie, okay, sure, enjoy that cookie. But I mean, I, not- I, I ate a cupcake yesterday after eating a, a huge steak. Uh, mashed potatoes and uh, a big salad i feel like you guys are speaking right to me it's kind of funny because what? like i'm much better than i used to be oh no, yeah i'm no. not saying like in a way you guys oh, are talking to like... me and like saying it to me but like i'm just resonating with it so much because i had so many poor habits right and i'm like maybe it was myself maybe it's just around me also feelings and stuff like that too but like like you said you can have control and have like a small piece of cake right however like i was not i would have a big piece or i'll have two like, just yeah. because, like, you know, like, it's just, like, it's not knocking anybody or anything like that. But it's, like, it's, like, the, you're doing the polite thing of saying, like, you know, if you eat more or you take more, right? Like, you're showing appreciation for it kind of thing, right? But what you don't realize is that you're putting yourself into this thing where, like, you're eating way more than you need to, right? And you're yeah. actually feeling uncomfortably full. Yeah. Right? Like, yeah. And we used to do that all the time. Like, we used to order maybe cake when we're at a restaurant and 
we would be good after like two, three bites, maybe mm. four or five bites. The game changer for me was just focusing on how you feel. Yeah. Yeah. That's I think exactly that's really important. Focus on the way it's going to make you feel. We, we talk about it all the time. Um, Whoever thought it would be that easy. It's not. Though. <laughs> See, what? I was like, wait, what do you mean that easy? It's pretty hard, man. No, like it's just becoming aware of how you feel. Like, like that was like the shifting point. Oh, yeah. Like for my mindset was just like, I know how I'm going to feel after I have this. Yeah. Right. Or I know how I'm going to feel tomorrow after I have this. And sometimes you end up indulging and you give in, which is fine. It happens. But like ever since I became more aware of that, it's just more like, OK, I know that like I don't need this full piece of cake. I can take like a half piece of this. Right. Like I really don't need all of it. Or like maybe we'll share something or maybe we'll like, you know what I mean? Or like I don't need to eat all this food. Right. So like your mindset changes and you'll start to understand like, you know, like I really want to feel good by having this, but like after I'm not going to feel good. So it makes you think about it. I also think there's so many um, ways to make food more nutritious by using like, in- like whole ingredients. Like guys, I started making pancakes with Greek yogurt, banana, oats, like oat flour. Sometimes I even add the oat flour. I'll do like almond flour um, and eggs and do they not taste fire, Daraj? They're so good. Like you can't tell you can't tell the difference. And if you are on this path, like there's so many options, there's so many recipes now where you can actually use like one year my mother in law made me a birthday cake because I was gluten and dairy free at that time. And she made me a birthday cake out of black beans and it was like a fudge with like a like a cow and it was like a fudge thing. And me and Daraj were like holy shit this tastes so good like i wouldn't if she didn't tell me i would never know it was made out of black beans yeah, yeah. like that's but, when i can have two pieces go free <laughs> yeah like but like you know like it's like there's so many more options and there's so many like recipes online where you actually enjoy it. like our ninja creamy every day we're like what are we eating like i feel so guilty eating this like i'm eating a whole tub of ice cream meanwhile it's like just high in protein yeah. Right. Like, and it tastes so much better than like the ice cream that I get out of the fridge. Yeah. That's essentially what the the small adjustments you want to make where eventually becomes your life. Um, but I think we'll pretty much wrap up the podcast now. So what we spoke about is the modern food environment, and in in my opinion, as someone who is in the field of nutrition, the best way to tackle the modern food environment is through nutritional education. Learn what? No. <laughs> me and Dodger's <laughs> laughing like, okay, we get it. You're in the field of nutrition. Is is, is because. People, I have to show credibility, okay? No, no, I like it. I like it. It makes me proud when you say it. I'm yeah. just like, yeah, damn, bro. It's is, is, is because, is because I, I, I learned so much about it, and I want them to know that I'm actually in school, and I'm learning about this, so yeah. please just fucking listen <laughs> so we have a better future for not only ourselves, but our kids too, yeah. okay? Is to literally... Fuck. <laughs> Sorry, it was just funny. Okay, so we spoke about the modern food environment and, and the challenges of the modern food environment. Now, I'm not saying that we're fucked. It's not saying our, our future is is going to be on like you know the actually they actually might be on the worst health we're, we're on track for that. what was the uh like the video you just saw on cp24 about diabetes sorry to oh, like end this but yeah diabetes just on the rise and what they're saying is what they're reporting out there is they're saying that um there's no fix for this problem and they're trying to figure it out right and that like just more and more people are getting diabetes and i mean like like came and said like you know we're, we're, we're on that path, but do we have to stay on that path? Absolutely not. If we take it, take it, if we take our own 
what the fuck? I, the I, more you knowledge guys, you, you killed my words, man. No, I'm, I'm sorry. Here. The more knowledge you have, the better you can navigate through this yes, food swamp. There yeah. you go. I think Gerard is a nutrition too. <laughs> <laughs> I'm learning. I mean, from we the best. learn a lot, like just yeah. being around each other as well, right? Yeah. yeah. So learn to navigate the food environment through a, a nutritional education, not only for yourself, but for future generations as well. And together, if we all start making the right choices together, we can actually navigate and we could actually change uh, the direction that our generation's health is going in. Yeah. Right. But it starts with you and, and each one of you to start making the right decision and making the right choices and learning about how to make the right choices in the right moments and just navigating the food environment. And even just being good leaders to the people around you. Yeah. That's really important as well. That's my number one driving factor. You can't, you can't walk the walk until you, you can't talk the talk until you walk the walk. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> All right, guys, that's uh, everything that we have for the podcast for today. We hope you learned a lot and we hope you got value. Uh, thank you to those who gave us really good feedback over the past few weeks. Yeah, and we're we sorry really that we missed an episode. It. I'm sorry I wasn't there for two episodes as well. But <laughs> thank you guys so much for listening. If you did get some value, please share it with somebody and let, let us know how we did. We just want to continue giving you guys more value. If there's certain topics you want us to talk about, we would love to do we would love to do it, but you guys have to tell us. Yeah. yeah. Messages. And how can also, they contact us? We also want to do a Q&A where you guys ask us questions. So if you guys have any questions, send us DMs on Instagram or we'll do polls on all of our Instagrams where you guys just drop questions in it. Yeah. My, my Instagram is at kmankang. That's K-M-A-N-K-A-N-G. You guys can DM me there. And mine is ramansekhon, R-A-M-A-N-S-E-K-H-O-N-N. Is mine double N or oh mine my God, double S? Oh doesn't even know his Instagram. Gerard <laughs> is at is D-I-L-R-A-J-S-E-K-H-O-N. Yeah. Yeah, double S. You can DM in there. Yeah. I got you, Okay. Thank you guys so much for listening. Bye. Bye. Bye.